Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, What About Us? Cultural Awareness in Clinical Psychology. I'm Afsana and today I'm joined by Kate. Woohoo! We're in a room together. We're really excited. Giddy with excitement. So here's the episode. Um, have a listen to it and where we're going to reflect on our journey so far. Um, and let's know what you think. Hi Afsana. Hi Kate. We're in the same room. I know, this is strange. Very strange, very exciting. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> After a year and a half of just sitting in our own little boxes. I know, and doing this podcast um, in our homes, behind screens. It's just lovely to be together and finally bring this episode. I know, and yeah, so we've got a special episode today. Mm-hmm. It's not just special because Afsana and I get to sit in a room together. <laughs> it's also special because we're very excited that we've got a website launching, um, which We've got a new logo, but more importantly, we have stories from um, all of our guests over the last year and a half. So we really wanted a website to showcase the really inspirational stories of the different people who have taken part. And we thought that we wanted a format that might be a bit more accessible than um, a podcast, because we know not everybody is particularly interested in listening to a podcast, which is completely fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) And we realised that it's actually been a long time since we started the podcast. We started it in March last year. I know. It's it's crazy how quickly time's gone past. And, you know, I guess, you know, we started this as just a teaching-focused, you know, uh, piece of work. And then now it's just kind of evolved over, over a year and a half. So I'm glad we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <I'm> <laughs> yeah. We made it. Yeah, we did. We made it on the other side. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, as you mentioned, you know, the, the website launch is something we're really excited about. And, you know, the special episode we're putting together is really just to kind of talk about all the amazing things that we've done, not personally for ourselves, but just all these speakers that we've had and all the great work that they're doing um, and really kind of bringing it, I don't know, bring it to light. Is that the right way to call it? Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. We, we want to spotlight them, don't we? The exactly. people who've taken part. and. I suppose we're aware that it's been growing and we don't want the stories from right at the beginning to be lost. So we're, we're also going to be sharing some of our old episodes yeah. um, so that uh, you can hear some of the early ones if you missed out on those last year yeah. when we had other things to be thinking about, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, there's just been such great episodes and, you know, we've talked about so much and such broad um, sort of range of topics around cultural competence and cultural awareness and clinical psychology. So I guess this is just a great way to kind of, you know, bring that all together, showcase all our speakers and, um, yeah, and kind of reflect, I guess, on, on our year. Mm, because it's not just the pandemic that's happened since um, we started the podcast. There's been a lot going on in society yeah. around cultural awareness as mm. well, which we couldn't have predicted when we started this. Of course. Yeah. And Black Lives Matter is one of those, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been huge. And I think that, yeah, that has, our podcast felt really, really relevant, but that's been a huge contextual thing that has made this feel even more urgent and important. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So I don't know, I think, I guess, you know, what, let's kind of, kind of go back, let's go back to the beginnings. I guess, like, tell me a bit about you then, like, so tell me about how do you feel about, you know, 
where we started and how we're getting on and going. Like, what's 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 it been like for you? I guess. Oh, Sana, I wanted to ask you that question first. <laughs> um, it's yeah. I mean, so as some of our listeners might be aware, this podcast kind of started by accident, didn't it? We were mm-hmm. going to do this workshop, and we had some speakers. We were going to invite to talk about cultural diversity and clinical psychology. We had to cancel that because of the pandemic. And so we decided to do, I think at the beginning, we thought it was just going to be a one-off series of kind of four interviews. Yeah, yeah, for our students, really. So that was the plan. We just thought that a podcast would be a more accessible format. Mm. Um, And then it's kind of snowballed into something that we're doing every month, which has been really exciting. I suppose for me, I always feel quite a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, I've talked about it before on the podcast because I'm, you know, a white middle class Mm. clinical psychologist. I'm kind of already in the dominant group in the profession. So I think for me, it's been about pushing myself to do something that sometimes feels uncomfortable. I feel like Mm. I'm outside my area of personal experience and also professional expertise to quite a big extent. And but I think that's really, really important. I think you know, as white professionals, we really need to educate ourselves. And so <laughs> I've for some reason decided to do that in a very public format. <laughs> Not quite sure how that happens. It's but... been amazing. You've been absolutely amazing. Like, I think, you know, I love like how you've kind of reflected on that. And, and, I, and I know that you've talked about it a few times, you know, where you've kind of mentioned, you know, being someone who's in the dominant group and, you know, your experiences or interactions with others who kind of talked about, um, I guess issues around, for example, race or ethnicity and all of these kind of things. So, like, tell, I don't know how does it, how does it feel? Like, I mean, what, what's your kind of reflection on it? How does it feel, kind of talking about that through the last year and a half? What have you learnt, I suppose, from that? Yeah, I mean, I suppose um, it's it can feel uncomfortable because I feel like an imposter and I feel like maybe I shouldn't be the person having this platform. Um, but at the same time, I think it's important that people from dominant groups don't just step back and expect yeah. the people from the minority groups to do all of the work, because I think that's really problematic. But I think then there is a balance between um, making sure that other people have a platform um, and using your power to enable other people to right. have that platform, but also not just feeling that it's awkward or uncomfortable and therefore just stepping away from it and not doing yeah. it, because that's the easiest option. Um, I think you've been very good at helping me not take that option. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm forcing you to like, do things that you don't want to do. Yeah, but I've, I've, I think what I really love about the podcast is that it is about the story of the person that we're interviewing. Yeah. And so, you know, I think both of us in our interviews, we kind of step back and we let the person tell their story. And I think that's just so important. And re- yeah, I'm really pleased that we're able to give people yeah. that platform. Um, but yeah, what about you, Asana? What what's it been like for you starting the podcast and because and, you kind of moved to Bath not long before yeah. we, we started this I mean it's 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 been strange because obviously you know I'm from Birmingham and I'm moving to Bath and it, it was a huge culture shock for me um you know both you know living and working here um and I guess you know the, one of the reasons why this was so important to do and, and obviously when the pandemic happened and we had to kind of rethink about how we we're going to present teaching to our students was for me it was just so important because I saw that there was a lack of diversity and I felt it was so important to bring that into teaching and I guess this was like a brilliant way of doing it and um, 
I think I'm really proud of that. And I think, you know, when we, when we deliver this to our students, you know, our students really appreciate it. And, you know, time and time again, you know, when we've um, kind of integrated this within our teaching, it, you know, it really highlights because, you know, you have students telling you, actually, I didn't know that this existed or I've never come across this or I didn't know this is what people from BAME backgrounds who are clinicians experience, you know, when they're talking about structural inequalities, discrimination, racism that they experience. And I guess it's so important to highlight these stories because, Unless you talk about these things and unless you have conversations and unless you have people who experience these things talk about what's going on for them, we don't really know or we're, we're kind of a little bit ignorant, ignorant to it, right? And I think this is why I love you being on here because I love the fact that, you know, we are talking about these things and even though you might feel uncomfortable, I know you do sometimes when you talk about this, but I think, you know, it's better to kind of like ask than to be ignorant. And I think that that's the most important thing is, you know, it's always good to just ask, you know, being mindful of other people's experiences, trying to understand where other people are coming from. Um, and yeah, and I think that's why I think it's so important that we, we've done this and we, we're continuing to kind of do that. And again, you know, we're giving people platforms who probably don't have the opportunity to kind of talk about what they're doing and their amazing work, you know. Mm, and how has that been for you doing that, having moved from a really culturally diverse mm. city to much less culturally diverse place what what's it been like for you doing that work in this context kind of surrounded by far more white people than you used to? I think it's just highlighted how important it is and I and I think this is why I mean I've always been really passionate about working with people from disadvantaged backgrounds and things like that as part of my PhD research and I've also done a lot of work outside of that a lot of volunteering work around with mentoring and all of that kind of stuff when I was um, working in Birmingham um, but I guess coming here, I feel like it's just so much more important um, because I just feel like unless you can bring that to the people, like how will they know? How will people know if if you don't open up these conversations? And I guess, you know, it's one of those things that it's kind of like I'm not kind of putting you on the spot, but you know what you mentioned, like sometimes, you know, people who maybe from the majority group might feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable about talking about these things because they don't want to say the wrong thing or they're mm. just worried that they might offend others. Um, and I guess, you know, being someone from a BAME background and having those experiences and, you know, as part of my research as well, you know, having spoken to service users and practitioners and clinicians um, who are from diverse groups talk about their experiences, I guess it just it's just so much more important to really kind of highlight these things and elevate them, mm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel very lucky that I get to learn from you from doing the podcast together. Well, I think we both learn from our speakers yeah. more than anything. I think, I mean, our speakers have just been um, incredible. I mean, I don't know, like for you, what, what's been, I don't know, who's been like someone maybe that's really stood out or what have you kind of learned in terms of the podcast? So I absolutely loved the episode with Sabina and Katie. And I just, it was so lovely to hear about their relationship and the ways in which they both learned from one another, mm. actually, um, about their experiences of um, navigating the profession at obviously quite different stages of their career. And it just, it just really made me reflect on how important those relationships yeah. are. And I think that's something that I really hope we can do with this podcast is to um, show the stories of people who have been successful and encourage people who are at earlier stages of their career to really consider this as a profession, because I think... Yeah. A lot of uh, um, the bottleneck can happen even before people have applied. Obviously, there are 
there's discrimination that happens at the actual application level. But I think when people feel that they don't have the choice to even apply to yeah. clinical psychology, but it's not for them, mm. people almost kind of um, self moderate the expectations based on what they've been told by society because they've internalized that stigma and it just I don't know but that relationship just felt like such a shining example of yeah. uh, a, you know the mentoring scheme and how that can really help and I hope that the podcast can kind of offer that sort of help yeah. um, but you know those relationships are really key and I think uh, quite a few other um, guests have talked about maybe more difficult relationships mm. that they've had in the workplace um, so um, Mandeep Kalu spent a long time talking about uh, power imbalances mm. um, with his Indian heritage and cultural clashes. But then Joe Daniels, who's white and working class, talked about her her experiences of kind of having to moderate her um, personality in order to get a ra- along in professional settings. Um, yeah, and then Nora, the clinical psychologist in Wiltshire, she also yeah. spoke about that really powerfully. Mm. So I think we've had a lot of guests who have had very dif- different backgrounds, but have all had these experiences yeah. of di- more difficult relationships as well. And I think we need, as well as having the positive examples, we do need to share the more difficult ones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about, you know, all the guests that we've interviewed is because we have got such a mixture and, you know, we're talking about crucial topics like, and, you know, things like, you know, um, what's it like working with men from BAME backgrounds and, um, you know, autistic children, autistic autism within the Somali community, for example, we did a recent episode with Nura. Um, and I guess, you know, just having that kind of, I don't know, that sort of diversity in just in all of the different things that we talk about with our guests and, I guess it's just nice to kind of just showcase that actually this isn't, you know, it's not a monocultural way of thinking. And actually this, it's so diverse, whether it's in terms of the positions that people take on or whether it's in terms of the kind of clients that they work with. It's just, there's just so much that we can kind of unravel and bring out, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that it's been great. Um, yeah. Absolutely amazing to kind of have all of these wonderful guests with us for sure definitely that makes me think about something that I've wondered about over the last year and a half because we we talk about the BAME communities in our Mm. podcast and that's a choice that we've made but I know but it's quite controversial and I think we felt that maybe it's kind of a pragmatic choice in that that obviously is grouping lots of people together with very different and diverse Mm. cultural backgrounds but the kind of the collective experiences for one of discrimination and stigma but I wondered what you've been thinking about that um I'm not too sure to be honest I mean I know there's there's been quite a lot of talk about this and um I guess for me I mean you know there's been kind of some sort of conversations around having terms such as people of color but then I always kind of think well white is a color so I don't know whether that kind of reflects me. I think personally for myself, I prefer the term BAME. Um, and, but then again, I think I, I do, I do. And I think this is something that, you know, we, we kind of kind of highlight all the time and we talk about this within our teaching is, you know, we're going to obviously get differences, you know, within any cultural group or, you know, there's going to be differences across and within groups as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, really. Um, I guess what's more important is that, you know, we we don't disregard people from minority groups and we don't kind of other them in the sense that um, we, we don't kind of forget about them. And I think for me, that's more important than what term we're using to kind of reference them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, you're so wise, Afsan. 
<laughs> but what about you? So what what have you learned from the episodes that we've had out so far? Any... I guess, I mean, for me, kind of taking on the, because obviously you're a clinician, so you, you've got that kind of clinical background. And I think myself, you know, someone who's kind of doing my research within IAPT and um, with, you know, individuals from minority groups and, you know, being someone who's an educator, I suppose. For me, it's been, I think it's been amazing to kind of learn about all of these things from that perspective because A, it's allowed me to kind of connect with my research even better because it's allowed me to understand, well, actually, you know, this isn't just a piece of research that just needs to be out there and published and wherever it is. You know, actually, there's, these are real true life experiences and these are lived experiences. And and I think I've always kind of connected to that. And it's, it's, that's why I feel like for me, my research feels so important to me because regardless of what happens with it in the end, you know, you know, I feel like I need to kind of, you know, serve justice I don't know if that makes sense. Um, and then I think, again, in, in terms of like uh, as an educator, I, I guess, you know, for me, it's kind of bringing, bringing diversity to Bath, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I always say this. You know, I use backgrounds, like funky backgrounds of, you know, Moroccan... Um, Moroccan team. <laughs> Moroccan team backgrounds just to kind of like bring um, diversity uh, to, to Bath. And I always say this. Um, and I guess this is what it does, you know. It, it kind of really puts... You know those who maybe are not represented here on the map and it lets us students who probably haven't come across and you know you'd be very surprised i mean i only realized this when i came here that's you know we have some students who've never met people from ethnic minority backgrounds and i've had a couple of students say to me i've never had a lecturer who's from a bain background and for me wow. that's that's yeah and that, for me that's you know crazy because I, I come from birmingham you know it's so diverse and you know that's and like you know, you I don't know, you don't you never think about these things, I suppose, you know, when you're in a multicultural city. But um I guess yes, yeah, so I think for me it's nice because you know, your students are like really engaged and they really want to know about your experiences and I think it's great that we you know they get a platform to listen to and say especially within clinical psychology, because most of our students want to get into clinical psychology. So um yeah, I think this is a great opportunity for to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel so lucky that I get to do this podcast with you. Likewise. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I'm glad that we're kind of continuing this. And I'm, and I'm really excited because I think that we've got plenty more to come. Uh, we've got some great speakers lined up after this episode, after our website launch. Um, and again, I suppose I just want to plug in here as well. You know, if we do have people out there who really want to highlight their work. Um, they want to talk about things that they're doing to change within their practice or in communities that they're working in you know where we are get in touch with us um obviously we'll have the information available on our website um and yeah we, we really want to kind of i don't know we want to use our platform we want to use what we've got available to elevate other people to kind of i don't know showcase what they're doing is that the right way of putting it i don't know Kate. definitely definitely yeah. that's exactly what we want to be doing so yeah get in touch if you do want to take part we really really want to hear from you um, and have a look at our new website yes. when it's launched we'll be putting links on twitter um, and yeah we're really excited to have a format that maybe people who aren't into podcasts can access so please do share it and yes. um, we're really proud of it so have a look Thank you so much. So we will be back with another episode yes. next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we probably won't be in the same room then, will we? We'll we're probably not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you check that out. Yeah, and like, give us feedback, you know. And I think I think what's really important, you know, if, if anyone's used um, what we're... You know, this isn't just 
a piece of work that we're doing for the sake of doing it. You know, if, if it's been used within clinical practice or within teaching, let us know. We want to know how it's going, what we can do to improve, what we can add, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so I think we're looking to improve. You know, we don't know the answers to everything. And I think we made that make that quite clear. We're learning as we're going along. So I guess this is the beauty of the podcast is that, you know, this is a, a, a massive learning curve for both Kate and I. Um, so, yeah, share your experiences with us. Yeah, we want to learn from you. That's yeah. what this is all about. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we will see you next month. Take care. Bye. Bye.